0: How about the 3-1 and New York football Giants? Saquon Barkley with another big-time performance. Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes rushes for two touchdowns, and the defense steps up big and dominates the Bears. But is there some sort of cause for concern after a few in-game injuries? We're going to break it down on another victory edition of the Blue Rush podcast from the New York Post,
1: presented
0: by Tri-State Cadillac Dealers.
2: Play action again. More good ball handling from Jones. Room to run. There goes Daniel Jones. Touchdown, Giants. Play action. Room to roam again. An easy trot into the end zone for Jones. Drives Velas Jones back inside the 35. He lost it. It's loose. And the Giants got it. Ebner throws it back. A loose ball, that'll finish it. Dane Belton falls on <laughs> top of it to finish this game off.
0: All right, I want to welcome you guys to another episode of the Blue Rush Podcast. Oh, you know what? The three-in-one episode of the Blue Rush Podcast, the first time the Giants have been 3 and one since 2011. I am Brandon London. I am joined by two-time Super Bowl champ, who's been around in 2011. Lawrence Tynes, and we got New York Post Giants beat writer Paul Schwartz with us. This episode is presented by Tri-State Cadillac Dealers. Go ahead and get you a a Cadillac, guys. Visit your Cadillac showroom today. A lot of y'all made money off this game. Again, the Giants are three and one after a 20 to 12 win over the Chicago Bears. We got a lot to talk about in this episode because the injuries piled up. Daniel Jones ran for two TDs. Saquon Barkley, 146 yards rushing in the defense. Wink, we see you, baby. Six sacks on the day. Someone, I mean, the energy was out of control at MetLife Stadium. Uh, once again, I've never been around for a three and one Giants. So LT, jump right in, man, and just what was it like? What What was it like watching from the TV? Uh, Moose Johnson, he wasn't hating like Troy Aikman was hating. No,
2: I actually like Moose calling the games. It was a weird game for yeah. me to watch a bunch of weird things happen there was no passing like we said earlier in the week guys army versus navy it looked a lot like that uh for the first half i mean it was just run the ball run the ball run the ball you never apologize for winning in the nfl no. the giants are 3 and 1 i have no idea how the hell they're 3 and 1 but they're 3 and 1 and obviously they got a tough game coming up but they should enjoy this one it's tough to win in this league and the bears were not a very good team and And they won a game they should have won, but weird game. Weird game. Injuries, no forward passing of the football. It was just ugly.
3: You know, they were wearing their throwback jerseys, right? From the uh, 1980 to 99 era, um, which are nice uniforms. You know, it ends up nice. nice.
0: This
3: was a, you know, they're wearing their throwbacks, and this was a throwback Giants Bears, but to like what? 1938 Mm. or something like that. Right. Yeah. They ended the game or close to end of the game with Saquon Barkley playing quarterback. I mean, it was an amazing thing. Uh, You activate two quarterbacks, two quarterbacks get hurt. You know, I don't think I've seen that. And it was just, you know, they they got a field goal on that drive with Saquon Barkley running the wildcat and you know, Saquon Barkley, you know, we have to, we have to give this guy, you know, I mean, look, we've been on, we've been doing a podcast for a few years and Saquon's been hurt. And he's been running into the line. He's been, you know, he's been having some bad games. But you know, anybody who says we we should trade this guy, we should get draft picks for this guy, this guy, you know, he doesn't belong on the team next year. I mean, what are they watching? I mean, who, this guy, who's saying that, Paul? Uh, who is um, saying that? There's a I, lot of fans. I, I, a lot
2: of
0: a lot of
3: Giants Twitter. A lot of Giants uh, Twitter. Oh,
0: and you know, I'm geez.
3: sorry, you know, I mean, look. He was the second pick in the draft. That's over. You know, that's over. You have to look at him as a ball player. He was something. He he was funny. You know, he said, he said, I saw Tyrod go down. And then it's like, he he said, I waited. I said, oh, wait a second. I'm the next man up. And then he kind of paused and said, I'm the quarterback. (laughs) I'm the quarterback. You know, he came in, you know, and he said, you know, it's just like, you know, as an eight-year-old running around out there, Brian Daybowl said he actually got a grease board. Do you guys even know what a grease board is, Lawrence? Were there grease yeah. boards on on the sidelines when you were playing?
2: Yeah, they had them, but obviously we never had to use them. I know I heard that uh, Saquon said they were drawing plays up on the
3: sideline. Wow. They, the um um you know the offensive line coach Bobby Johnson and Daybowl, you know were from. Uh, um, Buffalo together, and he said they were talking about things and things that they did. They had some things in the game already. Look, the Wildcat is a package. They haven't used it yet this year, uh, as you know. Brandon said we've we've seen them do that in training camp with Daniel Jones split out wide. How about this, Daniel, Daniel Jones is split out wide. He's got a bad ankle. He can't run from the Bears. I'm not putting a real primetime defender on Daniel no, Jones. Well, no, you no. know, and but and Saquon said it's just reads. If this guy does this, I do this. If this guy, if that guy does that, I do that. It's not that easy, but you know, he actually thought uh, Breida was going to break it on one of those plays on one of those, um, you know, keepers he had, he gave it to Breida. He thought Breida was going to break it. It was something that
0: we've seen from training camp. And I think, you know, I said this before, like uh, Paul, it's not like to say it was an insurance policy. I imagine they put that in for short yardage goal line type formations, but the Giants 44 carries 262 yards their ha- the highest rushing yardage since they ran for 308 versus Carolina December 21st 2008 the Giants 44 rushing attempts the highest total since 44 against Washington back in 2017. But to go back to 26, because I almost feel disrespectful calling him by his name. I have to call him by his number because he's he's not playing like a person. He's playing like, like some sort of superhero. And I want to call out Giants Twitter right now. They can at me, leave y'all alone. And there's just one fan who's always so loud about, oh, the Saquon draft pick is a big blunder and Dave Gettleman this. This is why you drafted him at number two overall. He's playing above the X's and O's. So when we're talking about Colin Coward, when he was talking about the limitations that Daniel Jones does to this offense and Brian Dable, and he doesn't play above the X's and O's, Saquon on that third and long on that screen, when he got hit, bounced off, Daniel Jones threw a block, he got the first, Daniel Jones scores on that. That's playing above the X's and O's that's playing as a first round pick that's playing as a second pick of the draft and you're seeing why why people were not frustrated in the sense that he was going down why we were just so we were so hurt when he went down with injuries because last year the last two years when he's been hurt the offense has been nothing and it's great to watch him getting the success
3: And you just hope that he can keep up with this for the entire year. The offense is almost nothing now without him. The first completion to a receiver was in the last minute of the first half, to David Sills, right? They finished this game with three receptions to wide receivers for 25 yards. I mean, that is not what NFL football is all about. Mm -hmm. Having handing the ball off to Saquon Barkley, having Daniel Jones, you know, on, on bootlegs, with the option running for first downs and running for two touchdowns and occasionally throwing it to a tight end. I mean, what is this? The nineteen hey hey Paul do you
2: Paul you know all these Giants receivers have second jobs. They work at Chick Fil A. They're not open on Sundays. Chick Fil A is not open. That's who these guys are. They cannot get open. And and listen, the game plan was the game plan early on. Yeah, a lot of a lot of boots, tight ends, and Saquon, and that's that's what we talked about last week. Getting creative. This week, you know, with the injuries, we'll see what happens. Well, they did
3: throw one down. You know, they threw, they tried to Layton. you know, uh, you've been yeah. calling for Slayton. They got a forty-yard pass interference. Slayton you, you called.
2: You one. called for a forty-yard pass last week. You said he would have, a, and there Dude. it was,
3: and Dude. he dropped it. But he got the pass interference on
2: it. He, um, he did. He did. He still should have caught the football. Kenny
3: Galladay got hurt. I mean, look, we could, You know, they won a the game. They're three and one. We can bust on Kenny Galladay all we want, but
2: yeah, it's not going to fix anything. He,
3: he he literally looks like he can't run. You know yeah. what I mean? He he just doesn't look like he can run out there. It's 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 an amazing thing, and and you know. The the team is three and one with a bunch of receivers like this. You know, Shepard's hurt. I was wondering, Kadarius Toney, if he ever comes out of retirement and plays, if they can count on him, he could be a, he can throw the ball. You know, Saquon's not going to throw the ball. He would be a good Wildcat option. Right? Right? If you can trust him, if you can trust him, he can throw the ball. And that I'm sure they have a Wildcat package in for him. He's got to get healthy. I don't know. I need him back. I need him back, Paul. I need I need him back. Wandale then, Robinson
0: too. Wandale Robinson too. Some people they'll they'll try and take this times, they'll try and take it like we're jumping on them. Oh, why are you hating on me? You know, you know how the new age athlete is, like you, you know, it's how social media is. But I don't think I don't think Kadarius Tony really understands right now. Again, if your hamstrings banged up, I get that. You got to get right, you got to get healthy. But this is your offense. Like this is, you are the guy, you are the playmaker in this offense. So while we got the running back who can go for 30 plus carries, that's not sustainable within a full season, 30 plus carries. You're going to need to throw the ball. You're going to need the guy that you can throw a five yard hitch to and get his 50. And he's that guy. And watching David Seals I know he was a fan favorite throughout the throughout the preseason, and I root for him because he's an undrafted guy. Obviously, I root for him. This is the opportunity for you. You can't slip against the Cowboys in a, in a key moment like that, and you got to catch that ball from T two from Tyrod Taylor on that uh off that RPO that slant. So it's like when I look at David Sills, I'm looking at him like you've got a chance to have the career that I wish I had in the NFL, you know? So when I root for him, it, it it doesn't come from a fan. It comes from a, I need you to catch that ball because this buys you three plus years in the NFL. You know what I'm yeah. saying? In, yeah. In he that, doesn't
2: have, he doesn't have a lot of, a lot of leeway, right? He wasn't a highly drafted guy. He's not a Kadarius Tony. And I wonder if Dable envisioned Kadarius Tony's kind of like his Stefan Diggs in Buffalo, but you're talking about an elite route, route runner who's always available. And that is, Two things that Kadarius Tony is not. And look, these guys
3: um, didn't draft. They these guys didn't. Draft, they didn't draft him. I know. I don't think they would have drafted but him. All you know?
2: can think of is the ten for one eighty nine in Dallas last year, yep. and then yep. the, the 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 Saints game was that a week later? Was that I, I don't remember. But that's what sticks in your mind in terms of talent. But these injuries are far too frequent for somebody. Is he? Does he just need to toughen up a little bit and play through a little bit of something? Who knows? I don't know, but you got to have him. If you don't, if you go to London without Wandell playing in Kadarius, Tony, so be London, they might call you up. It's, oh, stop. you're the most the interesting bad news. guy here. I they mean, cut mean, me twice. They're
3: going to call me now. Well, look at the name. Look at their playing. It's, it's it's kismet. that's a good story be London
2: in London yeah against the pack I I'm gonna I'm, I'm just stick to this old TV thing
0: because it's like a little less on the body but to to transition you we're talking about the receiver in court and lack thereof oh, it's is this a case to get Daniel Jones I don't want to hear no more talk about Daniel Jones people piling on this kid this kid dropped his nuts again and play and toughen it out, two rushing touchdowns. Uh, one thing I loved was how they, they reverse booted. Instead of booting to his right side, he's a right-handed quarterback. They created, it. again, it's another thing where Dan Orvlovsky was talking about how last year the offensive coordinator, the offensive play ca- calling, was not advantageous to this offense. This year you're seeing different schemes, which is allowing them to create space, to get guys open, to get in the tight ends open. Daniel Jones is, maybe they don't pay him off this year, but you, you, you got to give him some sort of money off of what he's doing with, with less. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still, but he's playing like a, like he, like, like a Gucci, like, like he's Gucci with, but with Marshall's yeah. receivers. You Dang. know what I'm saying? Like, but wow. Don't forget Gucci
3: don't, versus Marshall's love it. Thank don't you. forget though. He might miss a game. You know, he has trouble know, staying on the again. field. You know, now that was not a run. He got sacked. He got twisted on on a sack. You know what I mean? You know, Tyrod came in. Tyrod looked good. That he went out. You know, it's a helmet-to-helmet hit. They didn't call it. Oh, um, by
2: the way, he sold out to get that first down, by the way. I got to a out. lot of preps yes, to him. That was yes. that was a courageous play for a 12-year vet to come in and make that play, and it sucked. I knew immediately when he turned his head, obviously, yeah. he lost the football, but hopefully he's okay. Ty, yeah. would you, do you credit that? To the coaching, though, I'm going to get this first down because of the culture and the coaching. Way different. And and obviously, Tyrod Taylor is a competitor. He's been playing in this league a very long time. I thought the offense was, looked great with him, right? I know I wasn't like a typical fan, like, oh, my God, Tyrod Taylor's coming yeah. in. I was, I was like, okay, he's got a nice skill set. He can help this team win. I hated that Daniel got hurt again. It just kind yeah. of – it's not necessarily going to kill him at the end of the year, but it's just another thing to talk about. Oh, he can't stay healthy. You know, it's just one of those things. Um, he's limping around out there, and he had a hell – had he have finished that game, you'd have been said, man, that's two weeks in a row this guy has really – put this team on his back you know he scored two rushing touchdowns they couldn't get the ball to receivers but again we're talking about him being hurt and that's not that's never a good thing
3: with a quarterback right paul he tried to come back you know he said he was on the sideline and he said look i'm good i'm good i'm good and and Mm -hmm. uh you know uh brian davil saw him on the side he said no you can't protect yourself you're not going in the game look he came in he did come back in the game and he just handed the ball off you know what i mean and and i asked daniel you know could he said no it was hurting i could not move no it was hurting um You know, I don't know if it's a high ankle sprain or not. I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw anything. Uh, Daniel wouldn't say that would exactly not be what good. it was. That would not be good, you know. But he he's, uh, you know, it, it's going to be tough for him. You know, ankle, he's missed games with ankles before. He needs to run. You know, he, he, he he's a running quarterback. So if he can't run, he can't play. You know, he's not going to sit in the pocket. If he can't run, he can't play. Yeah. So it's,
0: it's the Davis Webb show, you know. It, Davis Webb kind of, he knows this offense, He's going to be the next man up. You kind of have to be. I look at Davis Webb as a guy who he doesn't, he will tr- he hasn't treated himself as a practice squad quarterback. I think of him as a guy who wants that opportunity. And the offensive line is playing better. I think that they're going to, you're gonna, Green Bay is going to stack that box. They're going to make sure they take Saquon out of the game because that's the only home run hitter on this offense. But for the offensive line, for how they played against Dallas compared to how they played against Robert Quinn and this Chicago bears front seven and defensive line. It was night and day compared to last Monday. And I don't know what it is, Paul, you were there at quest diagnostics the entire week. Like, what did you see in the terms of, preparation or, or 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 og i like to say og bobby johnson from them from the song but well coach bobby johnson getting these guys prepared it's like evan neal took accountability for the four sacks for last week but the offensive line played as a
3: unit and they look night and day it's unfortunate that evan neal hurt his neck i walked through the locker room on monday you know evan neal i guess he wears contacts on the field because he wears glasses you know he's a big tall dude, He's studious wearing glasses. And he walked through the locker room, right? And I kind of nodded, Evan, he was, he was serious. You know, he was ticked off all week. He was serious. You know, this was not, I'm afraid, or, you know, it wasn't all on me. He was like, you know, look, he said, He's never been dominated like that in his life. You know what yeah. I mean? And you just take one look at him. I imagine in middle school and high school and at Alabama, he was not dominating like that. So he didn't like it. Neck injury. Is he going to be able to come back from that? I doubt it. Glowinski got hurt and came back. The defense didn't give up a touchdown in this game, you know, and, and you're going to yeah. win if you don't give up a touchdown. Julian Love out with a concussion. Aaron Robinson knee. That's two guys starting guys in a defensive backfield that's a tough shot this was a physical game you know you know it's amazing i sit up in the press box and it's comfortable and you know I, you know i don't hear the hits you know it's a different deal i watch it down there and some of these games you go through the game and it's kind of like it's, it's just a regular game and it's these guys don't don't get you know battered and beaten some of these games man it's like a body bag right both teams this was a physical game this was really physical they lost a lot of guys in this game you know other than the two quarterbacks they lost a lot of guys i mean they're going to fly to London, but I don't, you know, there's going to be a lot of empty seats open, you know? Yeah. Go, you know. Paul,
2: maybe you can hop on. And now if you wear glasses, you're considered studious. All right. Great job. Just because you wear glasses, you call an Evan Neal studious, huh, Paul? Yes. He well, he's, yeah. Let's talk I, I, about I, this. I let, let me, yeah. Let's get into my lane. Special teams sucked. Now they oh. did get the, they ended the game big with punt. a terrific yeah. play. Massive pump by the, by the Scottish hammer. But that game was only close in my opinion, because of the failures of the special teams. And, I mean, you can go to the the punter with two touchbacks early. You yeah. can go to the, the uh Brightwell bringing the kick out, backing up. That's a no-no, right, Brandon? That's a no-no. You're backing up, and they're kicking off from closer. It was a disastrous play. And then you've got Richie James with the fumble. That was a huge momentum killer in the game. And then, of course, you know, the autopilot kicker misses kind of like a – I don't want to call it a game ceiling, but it really was right with 15, oh, yeah, 17 seconds left. Oh, yeah, yeah, a little absolutely. bit of a little bit of a hairy snap there. So the special teams just have not been good. Let's be real. They've made timely plays, right? If you think the Carolina game, opening kickoff fumble, and then a timely play today to end the game. But man, the consistency is not there at all. How uh, can
3: they be three and one? It's amazing. They can't throw the ball. They had no pass rush for a couple of weeks. And, you know, you figure this is the kind of thing. They're totally on point and buttoned up with their special teams. Now, Graham is a great kicker, but you're right. They lost about 20 yards in uh, field position. Uh, on the holding.
2: The, were the no guy, well, they had a holding, and then they had a guy run out of bounds. That run was out of Pinnock. bounds. Is that Pinnock? Yeah, Pinnock
3: ran out of bounds. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's like, uh, I don't want to get to, you know, Thomas McGee, he's a very, very dear friend of mine. Yep. I'm not going to get deep. in on him. But, man, something – these guys are just making mistakes all over the field. And I'm sure that's the number one priority coming into this week against the Packers because the Packers are not very good on special teams. And that's one advantage we could have. But you're right. If you think about it, we have no interceptions on defense. Yep. Zero. We, mm-hmm. ha- we We're not very good on special teams. We're not very good on offense. Actually, we're below average. We're poor in their 3-1. and one. I don't know if that's the state of the teams they played. I don't know what it is. Timely plays. You know we don't turn the ball over a lot. I don't know what for plus or minus whatever
3: the total number is.
2: It's a weird deal,
3: man. Now, now deal. didn't you think I liked I liked when um, uh, Ojolari and Kayvon, you know the two young edge rushers, combine on a, a fumble and a recovery. Ojolari on the second to last play of the game went out. His calf was bothering him. Oh, he no. said he's going to be okay, but that's the same calf. So uh, Kavon's back yeah. tightened up so you know when guys come back from a calf and then they tweak it again those guys are starting you can see it now right can you see it with Kavon you can see it starting. I saw at, him
2: you know, ramping up second half yeah. he was really beating his guy um, yeah. he was getting a little bit of pressure of course that's a that's an elite athletic quarterback he's not going to see that every Sunday I mean Justin Fields probably was the best athlete on the field. So, and he actually played okay. I mean, he made some big time throws, um, but the Bears just aren't very good. So, I'm, I'm starting to backtrack
0: to go back to the special teams uh, times, but you were talking about missed kick, drop, fumble. Take us through a, a special teams meeting. Like how much, because again, T-Mac, really good friends of both of ours. How much of it is where T-Mac would be like, hey, this is an ownership from a scheme situation, or we may not have practiced this too the player has to take his accountability. How much are you seeing in terms of in terms of that dynamic, that balance?
2: Oh, listen, T Mac is going to get in your no, your your no, you know what? Yep. In the meeting room, he's yep. just, That's just how he is. He's going to love you, and he's going to get in your stuff whenever you mess up. So he'll call you out in front of the whole team. But these are stupid errors. Like I get the holding error. That that's going to happen. Like that's you know you can call holding on every special, but but the running out of bounds. The ball security issue with Richie James, which has typically not been an issue with him. I actually think he's a pretty secure ball carrier, but what else? You know, a little bit of a bad snap on that field goal, and Kreider's had a couple of those this year. Obviously, if you think back to the PAT against the Titans. So, who knows? Maybe bring in another snapper. I mean, I know the snapper wears a C on his chest, but you can't have wonky snaps. No wonky snapping. I just wanted to
0: touch base on that because I don't think people – especially in podcasts, I don't think they break down special teams enough. I think they're no, just like, oh, special but, we teams. We talk about it too be much here,
2: I guess, according to yeah. Paul. Yeah,
0: to go back to Aziz and uh, Kayvon, what you guys are saying, like being able to watch those guys from the 200s, 300s when I'm, you know, watching up uh, five looks like the fifth overall pick sometimes when he's coming across that edge. Like when he had that rough in the passer, I tweeted. Did Ohio State beat Oregon a couple years ago? Because that looked mm-hmm. a little personal when he it went. It did. That whatever. was a
2: stupid play on his part. And yeah, you, yeah. Saw, was, Dable,
0: you saw Dable. You saw Dable pointing yes. to his head like, you got to use your brain mm-hmm. on that. You got to use your brain. And you didn't see anything else after. You didn't see any. I don't think that he probably had a negative play after that in that sense. And as these, you're getting to see Wink Martindale, take my check, bro. Like, you can have my check. This dude, no touchdowns again. It's Again, it's another another game of a team not scoring a touchdown in the first half, let alone they didn't score the entire game. We talked about what Patrick Graham had to go through last year, holding teams to 13, 17 points. Wink Martindale has this defense playing lights out. Mm Jaha Ward- all these guys.
3: Wink said it last week. We're just starting to know these guys. Austin Calitro was a starting inside linebacker in week one. Yep. He was a healthy scratch today, right? They, they try Micah McFadden. Micah, you know, is a starting inside linebacker.
2: He had a bad uh, play, too.
3: Personal Jalen foul. Smith played better, you know. So Jalen Smith, you know, is probably maybe he'll start next game. Um, look, how about Dexter Lawrence? You know, Dexter Lawrence, everyone's been saying, well. Phenomenal we'll game. He's a good Phenomical player, but game. he's not a pass rusher. He's not a pass rusher. He ragged all fields on one of those plays. You know, he was forceful uh, without Leonard Williams. Maybe Leonard Williams will be back this week in London. I think. He had a great game. Yeah, so he, he had a great very, game. Very solid. Um, but Two it, sacks,
2: yeah. three pressures, Paul. Two yeah. sacks for Dexter yeah. Lawrence, three pressures. That's yeah. a hell of a game for a D tackle.
3: And for against, as we said, an elite athlete who's not standing in the pocket. Look, Wink is doing it. It's not with smoke and mirrors, but he is. He's got some issues, you know, um, you know, yeah. he's got uh, Fabian Moreau starting, you know, playing cornerback because Aaron Robinson, you know, who comes back after two weeks after having his appendix out. He hurts his knee. There's a lot of mixing and matching out there. You know, this is oh, you can count on one hand the the guys who are out there every day for him. Fabian Moreau. Yeah. They yep. did.
2: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yep. Now it's against Justin Fields and not Aaron Rodgers. I get that. But ath- athletes are just all confidence. And if he had a good game he thinks he's going to play good next week, that's that's what you want in your corners. Listen, this guy catches a lot of heat, especially on social media. Tay Crowder balled today. 11 tackles. What do you have? A sack, two tackles for loss. Third down, big third down stop. Say it third again. Down. Say it again, Ty. Tay Crowder yeah. balled today against the Bears. He gets a lot of slack, and I get it. He is not an elite middle linebacker. He is an NFL football player. I don't know if he's out of position. I don't know if he's an outside guy in a 4-3. I I don't know what he is, but I know he can play from time to time. And he he had a hell of a game. And Jalen Smith, Dexter Lawrence, the Nick Williams guy, who a lot of people probably didn't even know was on this team, he had a really good game. I thought he played well, too, in the middle of stuff in the run. So kudos to Wink for putting the pieces together. But I definitely want to make sure I shouted out Tay Crowder because he played well. He played really well. Yeah. I
3: stopped by Xavier McKinney's locker, though. And he said, "We got to get our stuff together for Aaron Rodgers." You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. they they realize what they've been playing, and they're not, you know, they're not disrespecting anybody, but they know Mayfield, Tannehill, Cooper Rush, Tannehill. Cooper Rush Cooper is the Rush. best
2: quarterback they've played against.
3: Well, okay, maybe he is, but that what is that saying? Uh, you know, this. I'm this saying week,
2: today, today.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, Cooper it, Rush yeah, is I'm the just best saying, quarterback is, they When we looked at the schedule, we said we don't know what the Giants are, but. If they're anything, they could get out to a decent start, not three and one, maybe two and two, because the schedule is just not that good. Well, the schedule is really not that good. And they're yeah. three and one, you know, so that's look it's about as well as they could have done. You know, it yep. starts getting real after this. But you know what? Three and one, if they lose next week, they're three and two. They're OK. You know, look, the division's pretty good. Eagles are the only undefeated team in the league. Cowboys are three and one, you know, so but that's getting ahead of ourselves. You know, the division is the division. The Giants are changing the culture. They got new coaching staff. They're they're sorting through a lot of new players. They're trying to figure it out and they're winning. I didn't think that that was going to happen. I thought they would do a lot of that other stuff, but they would take a lot of lumps.
0: When Xavier McKinney says we need to get our stuff together for Aaron Rodgers, I'm taking that in terms of playing a quarterback with accuracy and not athleticism. In that sense, because he's not gonna hurt you like Justin Fields hurts you with his with his feet getting out of there. You can grab onto him, get him down, but you see a couple throws that have been Baker didn't make Ryan Tannehill didn't make, even Cooper Rush didn't make in that sense. Aaron Rodgers dropping that in the bucket. Let's be honest. So, to go back and give my praise to uh, uh Fabian Moreau, earlier in the game, he came off, it was cover three. It ran that little wheel route. Xavier was under the wheel route. He passed the post off to the deep third safety, he came off, made the play. Another one later on in the game, he came. He didn't get his head back, but you saw him. He saw, You waited till the receiver's hands went up, and then he went and played the ball and played the hands. Times You were talking about the confidence. That's just something that confidence comes in being able to do that within practice, being able to do that yep. in the individual part of practice and in indie and going into practice one on one, seven on sevens or whatever, and working that working that technique. And then getting out to the game, you're seeing guys who, again, the Tay Crowders, the other Williams, like I'm sitting there like, who is this Williams? Leonard Williams, I don't see no hair. He shut it. He cut his hair. I'm like, who is this dude? You're seeing guys who normally you wouldn't play with on Madden, you know, like you just, you wouldn't play with them, but they're making plays within this defense. So you got to credit. I'm crediting Wink, Wink Martindale. I'm crediting in this defense, their captains for playing as a unit, and you're seeing it. And I think they have confidence going in against a uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers.
2: Yeah, they're going to get a, a heavy dose of run, too. That's the show for next week. But the Packers can run the football, too. The one pass that Dory Jackson gave up to uh, Justin Fields, I mean, that that was an absolute dime. dime. The coverage was um, good.
3: The coverage, was, was,
2: the coverage good. was good. Yeah. But that's what you're going to get against an Aaron yeah. Rodgers type yeah. team. You have to make break up some of those plays because I saw it this afternoon in the late game day window. He's doing the same stuff. Now, the receivers aren't as good as what he's had, but they're getting better every week. And obviously, the Patriots took him down to the wire. But it'll be a test. But first and foremost, these injuries are going to – they're going to pose some
3: problems for this team. Oh, big time. I mean, Julian Love plays every snap. You know, yep. I mean, I don't know where you replace him. He plays every snap, yep. you know, and the quarterbacks, you know, I mean, the quarterbacks are the quarterbacks. You know, look, now we've seen guys, you know, you know, Daniel Jones had a concussion. Remember the one where he got up and kind of was really, yeah. he, he played, played, you know, he played a was, week later, yep. play the next week. So maybe Tyrod Kent, you know, everything, every concussion's different. I don't know if the, if the, you know, the feel of the league right now with concussions after mm. Tua, you know, I don't think the Giants will say we're going to be more careful. Now the Giants are going to say, we're always careful. But maybe just the whole tone of the league, they're going to try to you know, err on the side of not playing him. But he'll have to go through the concussion and, uh, protocol. And, you know, it's too bad because, you know, I think we're all, we'd all we like to see Tyrod Taylor play yeah. a game. You know, no one wants Daniel Jones to be hurt. But what is everyone saying? Well, this is the best backup they've had in so many years. And it would be interesting to see Tyrod play a whole game. We'll see. Maybe he can. You know, Well, well see. another
2: thing, too, Paul, on that, it, it'll be interesting to see what the protocols are now. Because they said they were going to change them, like, over the weekend and through the early part of this week. Like, what do they look like anymore? It might well, be a, a lot automatic. of that. Though,
3: wasn't a lot like with the gross motor skills that if that happens, yeah. you know, you have to come out of the game. That didn't happen with Tyrod. But he got hit and ran right. Off the su- ran, right I did
2: see up. him move pretty well. He ran back into the locker room, but he did lose consciousness. You saw it yeah, for yeah. a minute, whatever it was, a millisecond when he went like yep. this. Yep. Um, he did lose consciousness so. I don't know how many he's had in his career. We'll find out more this week, but hopefully that's just the first one, and then maybe he has a chance to play. But we'll and see. forget
0: the league. Remember, Brian Dable, when talking about Tua, got really emotional. So, you, I mean, you can't get emotional when talking about one player and then one of your own players goes down and suffers a concussion and you throw him back Well, he in coached Tua at Bama, right? Yeah, he was yeah. In a, He was one of the assistants yeah. on that staff. That the year. offensive
3: coordinator. Yeah, he was an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: he seems like one of those guys who treats his players like the brother, the homie type thing. But at the same time, I'm still your coach. You know, we still have that line cross. He cares about his players in that sense. So. See, but,
3: the, but the thing is, the protocol is supposed to take that out of it, you know, right. not emotion, not He's my guy, or I'm gonna protect the protocol. See, that's why I don't understand with this whole Tua thing. Every we weren't we under the impression that these, these these concussion protocols were really buttoned up. They have an independent neurologist, they have a spotter, that it's supposed to be, you know, we're supposed to get that macho out of the game. Yeah. I'm gonna stay in. And and so, yeah. you know, you know, Tyride will go through the protocols. And and if he doesn't A, B, C, D, however many things he's gotta pass. If he has a roadblock, he doesn't play.
2: Paul, the players and Brandon can tell you this have too much say so in those protocols. Okay. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. No, it's in reality. That's the problem. It's been In what about. way? You mean in 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 they they Just, want they,
3: they want to play? So, they, so
2: they- I'll give you a, exactly that. That's one piece of it. But I can tell you, like when you do your baseline tests, okay, you go in there and they basically you like they give you a little like tablet, right, or whatever. It's like on an iPad. And you literally on your time go in there and just sit answer there and questions. answer questions. What now, do you tank the, answer the, people, the
0: people and you tank, tank it,
2: you tank, it. tank yeah. it. Yeah, you automatically yeah. tank it. No one's looking over your shoulder to see yeah. if you're screwing around. No one knows if you're screwing around. It's your test, yeah. it's personal, and everybody tanks it. And I would say everybody tanks it, including really? the kicker. Yeah, everybody tanks yeah. it. That, that's kind of the so the, the word around the, the locker room be here,
3: the you know, big minus here. So so sure. when
2: you do get dinged and you go back in there after you get dinged after a game like this, like Daniel did, or I'm sorry, Doc Tyrod Taylor did, he's going to go in there and he's going to score better than he did originally, and yep. that's the baseline. But that's why I'm saying the protocols are going to change because the league knows that now. They yep. know that players tanked it. They know that players are obviously their worst enemy. So, again, that's why I think Tyrod Taylor may actually have to miss a game. Yep. I don't know what they're going to say.
0: Yeah, it's I, like that, it's that, that the baseline. I like it, I liken that baseline to the SATs. Just go in and answer C. Just you know, or no Scantron test, just go answer C. But again, even him flying over to a London. You when you have a concussion, you don't want to fly, you don't want that kid to fly back. I remember my, con- my second concussion in Canada. I applied so much pressure to our our training staff yelling, screaming, cussing. Let me back in. Let me. Be London, like you you're you're knocked out. You're in Regina, Saskatchewan. I didn't know where I was in that sense, but the competitor in you, you feel weak. You feel like less of a man, less of an athlete. Anytime you got to get carted off the field, you can't get people have to help you off the field, or if it's something
2: where you got you have to that, remove yourself. That's the We're, problem with it, Brandon. They need to yeah. take that stereotype away. Yeah. When you're and I loved it, Matt Hasselback said this on ESPN show today. He said, we need to stop calling it a concussion and call it a brain injury, because that's what it is. Yeah. Concussion sounds like it's not a big deal. When you say it is a brain injury, it adds a little bit more credence and importance to it, because that's exactly what it is. And I that, I think that's the best way I've heard it laid out. Right, Because if a
3: guy goes out and you say, what happened? He's got a knee. Nobody says, oh, go out and play with a knee. Right. You can't play with the knee. So, yeah. Maybe if they say brain. Brain.
2: I like that more. I think people should attach the significance to it because there's an element of, you know, with Tua that it'd be hard for me as his father, to watch my son go play again the rest of this season. It would be after seeing that and even him and his family and his wife, I think he just recently got married. That's tough, man. Your long-term health, this game is over in a flash. And you just want to see him live a healthy life. Obviously money's one thing. He's made a bunch of it already, but you just don't want to see anything like that again. That was nasty. All right, it's time to give Ooh. out
0: the game balls. Who man, goes first? listen,
2: I'll go first and I'm gonna give mine to Tay Crowder. Yeah. Tay Crowder defensively was a machine. He gets a lot of slack flack from Giants Nation. He balled. No one can take that away from him today. He had a great game. He played well. He led. He plays with a smile. I love his energy. I love that he plays with a lot of energy. I'm giving my game ball to take Takeout.
3: Well, what are we doing with Saquon? Are we giving him a game ball? I was
2: letting you. I was going to let you give him his flowers, Paul.
3: Well, uh, uh, Brandon, you want to give one to Saquon? Did you get
2: an autograph post game too? I mean, you said he was chumming it up after the game with you.
3: Look, the guy. The guy. He's a you stud. Know what? He has come from a, a low. Remember. When people were criticizing him, he would show up in those Zooms or other things, and he'd be – no, but but I'm just saying he was wearing a hoodie, right, Yeah. and he was talking really quiet. And it was like, boy, Saquon is – he's not in a good spot. He wasn't in a good spot. It wasn't that he wasn't a good guy or a good team player. I don't know many players that were on that team. Right? He couldn't understand it. I can't do what I want to do. I'm not healthy. Nobody's blocking for me. You know, is this going to go completely south on me? So I'll give it to Saquon, not just because – he was really good because he's just he's come far, you know. He really has. You know, he, you know, you know. It's amazing. I'm I'm was writing today, and then I said I wanted to put you know the twenty. You know, I wanted to put the age. You know, he's a let's let's not forget he's a running back even though he played quarterback, and it's like twenty five. And I stopped for a second. I said twenty five. He's he's not going to be twenty six till the end, after the season in February. That's I mean, crazy. That is so right. Twenty five is incredible. He's played a lot
2: of football and he's had a lot of ups, a lot of downs, but you see that sparkle back in his eye when he's interviewing it's visual to us we we know what he looks like because we follow this team but you can see the eyes are the what do they say the window to the soul yeah, yeah. and he looks you can tell he's happy and i'm happy And he's for him.
3: better now than he was as a rookie i don't think there's any no question, question about it and he's better he's smarter he, he he sees it better he's more patient and he he's he's just a better player it's it's you know it's a nice thing to see. I mean, who doesn't like Saquon, right? I mean, Bill- and, the,
0: and the biggest right. thing is that they're winning games. Like yeah. you could come back and have this individual success you're having, but he's not. He doesn't seem like that type of guy. He's right. never come off as someone who cares about individual accolades. The fact that they're winning these games because of him, I think that means a lot to him. Mm-hmm. It means even more. So I'm giving my game ball to the Giants offensive line. Running game, you got to open up the holes for him. They were putting body on body for him. He's a couple times he got into the second level, almost into the third level. You want to see a receiver hold that block a little bit longer, but then you just don't want the holding. So if it's like, all right, if you got to let it go, let it go. But the Giants' offensive line, what one sack? Two, I think one, one, two. I think Daniel Jones took one sack. Uh, T two took maybe one sack, they held up. They gave them an opportunity. They gave Daniel Jones a chance to look down the field. He didn't throw it because guys weren't open. But I think from going from Monday night to Sunday, the Giants offensive line showed improvement. And I got to tip my hat to them for that. So as a receiver, I'm like, you know, we got to do better for you guys since you're giving us that time and all. But at the end of the day, you're going to run the ball 44 times a game or, or however many times they ran, like you said, Army versus Navy, if you're going to do that in the NFL, offensive line has to be there. The head coach, offensive coordinator has to have confidence in you. All right, we gave out our game balls. Again, the Giants are 3-1, first time since 2011. They head to London to play the Green Bay Packers. But before we end it, we got to throw it to LT to close us out.
2: And that says cheerio to episode 112 of the Blue Rush Podcast, our New York Giants podcast from the New York Post. Thanks to Andrew Harris for producing the show. He was solo today. New episodes of Blue Rush drop Monday mornings and Thursdays, folks. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever the hell you get your bloody podcasts. For Pauly Schwartz and Brandon London, I'm the Scotsman Lawrence Tynes. We will return to your eardrums on Thursday to preview the Giants matchup with the Packers at Twickingham Stadium over in London. I've switched languages. Fish and chips for everyone. Thanks for listening to Blue Rush and we will see you next time.